This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Monday, May 6th, 2019. This is John Fernay, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Boy, some sad news out of the Chesapeake Bay. Saturday afternoon, just after noon, a helicopter crashed into the Chesapeake Bay about 10 miles south of the Bay Bridge. The aircraft was described as a two-seater. It's a Cabri G2 rented from Monumental Helicopters out of Tipton Air Park right out there by Fort Meade. After a prolonged search, the Maryland Natural Resources Police did locate the wreckage shortly before midnight on Saturday. And early on Sunday morning, they recovered the two bodies who have been identified as Charles Knight of Mount Airy and his passenger, Matthew Clark, 36, of Pasadena, Maryland. Authorities are just beginning the investigation and don't have really any information as to the cause of the crash. They are working on bringing the wreckage up from the bay, which is at about 55 foot deep at that location. Along with the Natural Resources Police, the U.S. Coast Guard, the National Transportation Safety Board, the FAA, Queen Anne's County Fire Department, Talbot County Fire Department, Anne Arundel County Fire Department, and the Kent Island Volunteer Fire Department all were involved in the search and recovery efforts. A little bit of an update on the Annapolis opioid lawsuit, and this is the one where Mayor Buckley had hired an attorney friend of his to sue Big Pharma on behalf of the city for $400 million. That lawsuit has been bounced out of circuit court and has been thrown into federal court in Ohio. Endo Pharmaceuticals, one of the defendants, filed a notice on April 19th moving the case. They argued that the city included a handful of locally-based doctors and nurses and pill mill centers to fraudulently connect the other defendants, none of which are based or incorporated in Maryland. As I said, the case is now in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Ohio. Judge Dan Polster is considering pretrial decisions for hundreds of opioids cases across the country. Now, an attorney that's working with Gormley, Paul Farmer, has filed an objection to the transfer, and the judge will consider the objection and decide whether or not to remand it back to Anne Arundel County or to retain it in the federal court. In their filing, Endo Pharmaceuticals said that the city failed to take the proper pre-suit steps required by the Maryland Healthcare Malpractice Claim Act. The damages sought $50 million per count also exceeds the maximum damages of $30,000 under the act. And that is why you don't bring a knife to a gunfight, folks. Annapolis is finally doing something for merchants along Dock Street. They are installing temporary flooding protection in the form of three temporary pumps that are just going to act pretty much like a sump pump that you would see in a typical basement. They will keep high tide water from backing up into the storm drains and spilling out into the street, and they will also prevent storm water from overflowing the drains. City officials are waiting on $3 million in grant funding from FEMA to begin the Compromise Street section of the project, and that section is being done first, as opposed to the one on Dock Street, which has all the businesses. Buckley has said that there is a $1 million in state grant funding in the 2020 budget for the Dock Street and potentially $4 million from a to-be-created financial authority in 2023. So it doesn't look like there's any real substantial work planned for Dock Street until 2023. Well, maximum security was the winner of the 145th Kentucky Derby on Saturday for about 23 minutes. 
As they were celebrating their win, they got word that the race result was not official because Flavian Pratt, who was the jockey of the second place finisher Country House, filed an objection to Maxim Security's trip around the inside stretch. It took 23 minutes for the track stewards to review the race and finally they disqualified Maximum Security and Country House, a 65 to 1 long shot was claimed the official winner of the 145th Derby. This is the first time that the Derby has ever been decided by an in-race foul. They say that the video shows that maximum security drifted off the rail as the field turned for the home stretch. Maximum security's trainer and owner are considering an appeal of the steward's decision, but they're not quite sure what their legal options are at this point, so we may know that in a few days. And in one of the rare few moments that I do agree with President Donald Trump, he did send out a tweet. The Kentucky Derby decision was not a good one. It was a rough and tumble race on a wet and sloppy track. Actually, a beautiful thing to watch. Only in these days of political correctness could such an overturn occur. The best horse did not win the Kentucky Derby, not even close. I agree with most of that, except that political correctness, I'm not sure where that comes in. But And I also would know how to spell Kentucky correctly, respectfully, Mr. President. A little bit later tonight at 6.30 at the Pitt Moyer Rec Center, the City Dock Action Group, which is the Committee of 100 that has been assembled by Mayor Gavin Buckley to study what to do with City Dock, will hold a community-wide outreach meeting at the Rec Center. The meeting is, again, another chance for the public to offer input into the Action Group's plans to implement the Urban Land Institute City Dock Technical Assistance Panel Project. The Mayor and Robert Clark, who is President of Historic Annapolis, will be on hand to listen in on the ideas being shared by the public for making City Dock, a public space that all Annapolitans can enjoy. And after several of these public meetings with this committee of 100, the action group and working teams will deliver an implementation strategy in the fall. And if you're hungry tonight, they're going to have free refreshments. Again, just to remind you, it is May and it is Maryland Podcast Month. Again, it is the brainchild of Brian Griffiths and Greg Klein over at Red Maryland. And they wanted to really up the podcast game in the area. And they brought together a bunch of us from all walks around Maryland to sort of see if we could lift everybody up. I'm going to try to feature several throughout the month of May. and I encourage you to give them a listen. And in today's little snippet from a self-serving point of view, here's a little bit about the Maryland Crabs. You know, two or three years ago, most people had never even heard of a podcast. Now suddenly, there's so many of them that you trip over them while going out to get the paper every morning. So we get it. You have a lot of choices. So here's one to put at the top of your listening queue. The Maryland Crabs Podcast. Hosted by me, Tim Hamilton, and my partner in podcasting, John Fernay, the Maryland Crabs is a bi-weekly podcast that covers everything Maryland, from politics to business to local issues. In addition to regular episodes, we offer regular crab cakes, which are shorter episodes that are light on filler and just as as tasty as regular episodes. You never know who's going to show up as a guest. We've had a wide variety of people in the hot seat over the past few years that run the gambit, all the way from Governor Hogan to local business owners who are ticked off about something or another. We keep it lively, we keep it fresh, and we keep it interesting. Well, mostly. But still, if you're looking for a local podcast with a local angle, then you're going to want to tune in to the Maryland Crabs. Visit us at themarylandcrabs.com or, better yet, subscribe via your favorite podcatcher so you don't miss a single episode. The Maryland Crabs Podcast. Just listen. And finally, as we wrap up, for you that live in Ward 6 in the city of Annapolis, you do have two elections coming up, and the mayor made his proclamation on Sunday. And here are your election dates. You have a primary election on June 4th, and you will have a general election on July 2nd. As I've said in the past, I think this seat is going to be won by about 100 votes, which is really discouraging if you ask me. Probably not helped by having this election two days before a federal holiday. 
Okay, that is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out that first link in the show notes for all the different ways that you can connect with us. If you're someplace that you can give us a rating or a review, please do that. I would be much appreciative of that. And also give us a recommendation to your friends and family and colleagues. Now you need to sit tight. I've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast coming up, and he'll be here right after this message all about MacMedics in Severna Park. Have you ever been to the Annapolis Mall when it opens for the day? Maybe you've noticed the line of folks waiting to get into the Apple Store. As you may know, I'm a Mac user, and today's episode of the Daily News Brief, in fact, all of the episodes of the Daily News Brief have been produced right here on my Mac computer. What you might not know about is MacMedics. They were founded here in Annapolis in 1989, and they are an Apple-authorized premium service provider, the only one in the Baltimore-Annapolis, D.C. area. And what that means to you is that they repair all Apple devices, including the iPhone screens and batteries, all without an appointment. And most repairs are done the same day, usually within two hours. They also sell everything except the iPhone and the watch for the same price as Apple. I don't know why you would go anywhere else. Give them a call at 410-757-MACS, or if you're not into the whole letter thing, 410-757-6227. Stop by their retail store in Severna Park on Benfield Road, or their service center in Lanham, right off of Route 50. Or you can always check them out online at macmedics.com. I'll tell you, they've saved me quite a few times, and I know they can save you. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, May 6th. After a wet and cool day yesterday across Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County, today should bring a return of sunshine and dry skies with highs in the 70 to 75 degree range. More sunshine is expected Tuesday with temps warming into the upper 70s to mid 80s before the region then sees a bit of a repeat from last week as a frontal boundary separating cooler air to the north and warmer air to the south will set up shop near or directly overhead in the skies above, which means more high temps bouncing back and forth between warm and cool along with a daily chance of rain from Wednesday into the weekend. But this is the time of year for such things as cold air makes its retreat as warm air starts to take over control of the northern hemisphere. So enjoy today and tomorrow and keep an umbrella and jacket ready for the rest of the week. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at DMVWeather.com so you can always stay weather informed. This is Sarah Koenig, host of the Serial Podcast. I'm coming to Annapolis, to Maryland Hall, on Friday, May 17th, for an onstage conversation about how we created Serial, how we make stories, well, how we make them good, and why they matter. I hope you'll come. For tickets, go to MarylandHall.org. There is a diamond of diamonds. It's from De Beers. Only 14 diamond tears in the world can touch them. Its name, Forevermark. And Zachary's is the only jeweler in the Annapolis area that has it. Not only is it beautiful and rare, it has a story, supporting women in diamond-producing areas around the world. So when you give a Forevermark diamond, you don't just give, you give back. Zachary's and Forevermark, a jeweler and a jewel. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. 
This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.